All right, we're live on Wisdom. We're live on um, on uh, we're live on Wisdom. We're live on Yurg's uh, Radio. This is the show we call This Week in Outrage. I'm David, and I'm here with Lisa. Hi, honey. Hey. And th- what we do is we talk about things that crossed our radar, like things in the news, things in the memes, things in our feeds, stuff that caught our attention that we thought we'd talk about. Uh, on our little show here and see if we can find something uh, funny or meaningful or something about it. So, um, and just as a FYI, I also have another show called Outrage Overload, which is a podcast about, a science podcast about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. And, um, and that show is at outrageoverload.net. And it's uh, roughly every couple of weeks. I think on average I post an episode of every 10 days if you count bonus episodes, maybe even every eight days. Um, and so if you like this show, I mean, this show is way different. <laughs> this one is just, we just chat. And uh, once we're done, we post it. Whereas that show is, is researched and edited and I bring on scientists and researchers and authors and things like that. A little bit different um, than this show. But if you like to drill down on this stuff, that show might be something of interest. So, with all that said, what uh, what did you? Oh, you know what? I'm going to pour my beer first. I'm drinking Ankerstein, which is a brewery or a manufacturer that is now closed. Sadly. Sadly. So we've got a few bottles left. I'm finishing one of them. Local, a local brewery been around. I think I think they ship nationally. Um, yeah, I'm pretty. Oh yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. They might have been bigger on the West Coast, but... Yeah, so let's start off. So, cheers. I'm drinking a mimosa with some mediocre shampoo champagne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not the best. Occasionally, I get my hands on some sample wine. Wine that's... Wineries are trying to get us to import. And, um, not very often at all, but uh, occasionally. And sometimes it's... Not great. <laughs> we feel like we throw but a lot of those sometimes samples it's away. amazing. Yeah, it seems like we throw a lot of those away. But sometimes there's a fine that's like, oh, don't like it too much because uh, we can't get that. We may not be able to get that again. So anyway, how was your week? Um, you know, it was crazy. But I guess I got a lot done. You know, we have to stop doing that because we come out here every every week and go, wow, it's a crazy week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's true. Yeah, I guess it was kind of a crazy week, though. I mean, it feels like it was. I mean, I, it was productive, I guess. Was it productive? Yeah, I don't feel completely. I don't feel completely behind. Uh, I don't either. Um, I still feel, I do, I feel behind in my domestic stuff. Thinking I should be more of my domestic chores should be done but you know hey well that's true yeah i'm not exactly uh i feel that way too a domestic anyway so but um you know this year um david and i kind of put our money where our mouth is and um kind of did some diving into um exploited and missing children and the, the whole trafficking. 
And um, so I, I uh, went into two articles, one by Rolling Stone magazine and another one. Um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, but anyway, uh, about one was an undercover cop who was actually catching um, men looking for very young children. Um, and they were um, targeting recently divorced or single moms. And, um, you know, and would get in really well with the single mom and then start asking for pictures of their of their young children and uh it was a these were hard articles to read but like i said if we were so outraged by the sound of freedom and what it said it was doing and what it was really doing that i kind of felt compelled to know more mm -hmm. and then the other article um, what's about this um, woman who um, was just being sold from person to person to person to person, you know? And um, finally, someone finally went to her and said, you know, um, you're kind of worth more than this. <laughs> someone, while she was in the hospital, she had been shot by the last person who was um, trafficking her. And, um, and, just one person in the hospital strolled by. I think it was a chaplain strolled by her room and kind of just didn't talk to her for very long. Just, you know, but said, you know, we're here for you if you need it. And she knew that that guy was coming to pick her up the, the next day. So she said, can I have that chaplain back? And finally somehow found the strength to get out. And both of them said that the sound of freedom was quite disturbing and seemed like a money grab to them. Um, and so we could do a whole show, a whole entire show on, um, trafficking and, um, you know, how to, uh, you know, I, how to approach this and how to be on the outside and how to be help, be helpful and not pass on bad information and not, um, just get outraged and move forward, you know? So we did our first step. Now I think our next step is to keep educating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing. I mean, it's, it's difficult to figure out, like you say, what's really happening and, and who's, who's legit and what are all these, you know, cause you get people, I don't know, but just hyping it. I, I want. I don't. Hyping is the wrong word, but like they just get um, catastrophizing about it, right? That's an interesting word. Like how, like talking about how it's everywhere, and you. I mean, and I guess it is kind of everywhere, but I mean, it's just like you shouldn't take your kids out to the park. You shouldn't do anything. Like right. you know, that is just there. You know, that's just just. And 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 you know, I think it, it's hard to get the perspective of like where, how how does this? You know, how frequent is this? How common is this? And. You know, and, and, you know, it's tough. And of course, if this happens to you, you're going to be heartbroken, right? I mean, you're going to be more than heartbroken. You're going to be so angry with yourself. I let my kid do this thing or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And you're going to blame yourself like forever on that. Well, one of the stats was that. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not even I'm going to look this stat up. I'm not going to try to guess it. Um, but um, it's not as much 
it's a it's it, it it's kids coming across the border, but it's it's a lot more of our own missing children here. Yeah. So that's um. So that's how I was spending my nights. Good, good. That probably helped you sleep. No, it did not. <laughs> I don't think it would. Not in the least. But anyway, I just don't want to let that topic go. You know, it's one of those things that um, we talk a we talk a good game. But I mean, I just think that some action needs to be done in a, and. The um, organizations that are actually doing actual work to get these um, women, children, and, and not even women, I mean, men too, um, get them in safe places and um, and are not getting the, they don't have a huge name of a recognition, but they still need help. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder with all these football games going on, how many people are actually going to join in? <laughs> <laughs> are we still alone? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. We have um, Shanti Love listening in. Nice, thank has you. Joined, but uh, yeah, you wonder with the football going on. I wonder how many people will be on 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 Yurgs or on. Not everybody loves football, David. I know. Not everybody loves football. It's definitely true. So did you see that um, Trump's former advisor um, is one of the few that actually went to court for uh, his subpoena? Let's see. Where is it? And um, he's actually got a jail sentence now. Oh, Navarro. Navarro. Yeah, so but it's a four month jail sentence. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I say? Way, way, way. Oh, he did some terrible things. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess he, at least a, he got a four jail sentence. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know when you do def- when you're defiant like that. I mean, that just to me, it's like there's just no punishment for it. Well, he's trying to get it suspended while he's appealing, just like Bannon did. Mm-hmm. Did Bannon ever serve time for that? No. Is, is he still on appeal? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just like no accountability. The court system is just really slow. I mean, I... Slow and then fast. And then some ways kind of oddly fast. You know, Eugene Carroll got that second... Uh, well, that case date. was started in 2019. No. No, what? No. Yeah. Mont David. David. Yes. David. Fine, so, go for a minute, and then I'm going to tell you <laughs> when this case started. Her first case was. Yeah. And then this the was okay, an, stop. This was an Can add-on to the first, first case. So is this an amendment to the first case? It's a fir- to the first first so case. So she still gets to stay in the front of the line? Um, That's a good point. Cause it, this, see? This see? Little, see? This next step from point A to point B did happen, I guess, relatively quickly. Yes. But this case actually has been going on for four years. I understand that. And then, five years. Then the $5 million um, award was supposed to, now we're done, right? Except for the no, very no. next minute, he violated. Right. He slandered her again. Well, even so, after the $83 million, he slandered her again. <laughs> On a, in, a, in a tweet, or it wasn't a tweet, but, you know, whatever. Some social media post did the same thing again. So how, 
I mean, he's not going to stop. This camp has just made a total circus out of all, every single one of their cases. You know that Habib, oh God, that's so, what's her name? I think it's Habib. 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 Habba. 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 You know, that whole thing where she said she was sick and so they canceled court and then she wound up at a party. Someone posted pictures of her at a party. Yeah. An aide did and that aide got fired immediately. A campaign aide. So now is he a whistleblower aide? <laughs> no, no, he's not. But you know what's she's what? What are you doing? Well, that's the thing. It's all a joke to them. Like it's all a big joke, and it's working. Like, well, I will say it's working. Except he did get these um, assessments, and does she get? I mean, they've threatened her with contempt many times, but has they ever pulled the trigger on her? No, and he, they've also, you know, talked that he could be potentially under contempt too, and they never do it. They never they let him get away with it. And he gets up in the middle of court and just walks out, and he's allowed to do that. He's not. He doesn't have to be there anyway. He never had to be there, right? But he does all these dramatic show things where he gets up in the middle of the um, uh, prosecutor's closing arguments and just does this huff out, you know, grab my coat and. Do a dramatic exit bullshit, and he's allowed to do that. Well, he's not really allowed to do that because he again, did it. I know he did it, and nothing happened. But I'm right. Technic- technically, they could get. Well, him that's what I'm saying. That. You could say he's not allowed, but he did it exactly, and, and nothing happened. I mean, he's not supposed to be allowed, but they let him get away with this stuff. And you know, and they're just making this whole camp, Bannon, the whole lot of them is making just you know a mockery out of the justice system. Oh, and you think it's going to get better when he gets in office? Well, no, because well. I mean, yeah, it's a slow burn at that point. I mean, he can't easily just completely replace everything, but he does uh, control the executive branch of that. So he can certainly stop all the investigations and fire up the investigations he wants. Mm -hmm. You know, assuming the Department of Justice doesn't sort of resign or whatever. But I mean, he'll put in enough people that will be his, you know, sycophants that will do it, right? We can't have those people resign. We need them. Well, I know. That's the problem. But that gets me back to this whole you know, adult in the room thing. You guys didn't do much as adults in the room, but... There were no adults in the room. Well, and they're claiming it'll be worse this time, right? Of course it'll be worse. You have Kelly Conway with her feet all over the couch, sitting there like she's at a, you know, at a, at a you know, basement makeout party. But even all these guys that wrote books afterwards. Okay, you oh, wrote a book. You, yeah. Why didn't you do something? You wrote a freaking book later you could make money on. Why yeah. didn't you do something while you had the power? Yeah. You know, you didn't yeah. do anything. You could have done something, and you didn't do anything. Well, they're afraid of the... I mean, at that point, he's the president. They're afraid of what can the president do to you. And we always say the president doesn't have that much power. Apparently, the president does have that much power to do whatever. Well, he's pushing that, too, right? So he's testing the limits of that. That executive branch has always had a lot of power, but he's really pushing that. They have this whole new theory, I forget what it's called, that basically the executive branch is, you know, can just do anything, and they're, they're totally immune, and... And they can also just, they, they can pretty much run roughshod over anything. And, you know, so far, you know, if you look at our institutions, the one that's kind of held a little bit is the court system, right? Or no, I shouldn't say a little bit. It's no, held, it hasn't. It held, it's held a fair bit, no, right? It no, because he's lost suits even from, from, he's lost suits in districts, in jurisdictions where there were a lot of, you know, Trump and, and Republicans. He's lost settle, um Cases ju- he lost judgments from judges that he appointed. He lost like fifty settlements um, cases from judges he appointed. 
So the judicial system is held a little bit. Um, um, you know, the legislative branch, no, they're just giving up, right? I mean, he just owns the Republicans in the House and Senate. Well, especially the House. Maybe not as much the Senate. But certainly the House. Well, and it's so freaking apparent right now with this whole um, border bill. Right. They don't actually want a border bill while Biden's president because then... That, they, but they do. They do. Some because do, but... they all... No. Uh, are you going to interrupt me? Sure. No. <laughs> they had all the votes. They had all the votes, and then he started making phone calls. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. He started making phone calls. And even McConnell was saying, no, no, let's just go forward with this. But Nikki Haley's begging them to go forward with this. We need a, the bill now. Right, and they don't want to do it while Trump's while Biden's still president. Trump doesn't want to do it while Biden's still exactly. president. Exactly. Well, no, but they, the Republicans, that's what I'm saying, the Republicans fall in line, and they, they go with this. Why? Uh, what are they going to, they're not going to, this guy is not going to back them in any way, shape, or form. Well, that's the other thing. Like, they don't look at history. Like, he will turn his back on right. you so freaking fast. He will put his boot on your neck it, it, just for fun. Yeah. I mean, all of these people that, that sacrifice everything about their, themselves, they give, the, they give their entire dignity up, and it's all for nothing. They get nothing out of it, you know, and they still do it. It's just crazy. But yeah, so I mean, Trump doesn't want them. The, the, and the House, you know, is kind of on the same page. They're uh, they don't want something to happen, and um, because they don't want Biden to get credit for quote unquote doing some kind of immigration deal, and so there, you know, that's his goal. So we'll see how this plays out. But there are Senate. Senate is a little bit more ready to do something and appreciates the, you know, the challenges of of you know letting Ukraine go to Russia and things like that, but. You know, like you say, they're starting to fall in line too. So they're not going to, you know, who knows how this is going to play out. So one of the things I heard, they said, well, you know, because he said he'll just, he'll end the Ukraine war just overnight. Which means give it to Putin. Well, he could have what he's already gotten, which is such a small that, point. Putin's not going to stop there. No, I know. I know. Putin's not going to stop there. I know, but we got to, it's a real problem. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and uh, you know, and that's reminds me of all you know the international stuff that he did, and some stuff. Okay, you could argue he some of the stuff he said about NATO is probably not the worst. Like try to get them to pony up more money and things like that. But to completely say we're going to leave NATO, we're going to let NATO hang out there to dry, we're going to, you know, he dropped out of, um, you know, the Paris Accord. You know, he dropped out of every international thing or wanted to, and it was just like. You know, it's a disaster, right? Internationally, it's a mess. You know, this is, we've had, you know, 75, 80 years of this somewhat stabi stability. Every every first world country is going, please don't let him back. Please don't let me back. Let him back. But all these, like, crazy countries, you know, that are, you know, Russia wants him back. Uh, uh, Iraq wants him back. Yeah, maybe even China. Yeah. <laughs> But also North Korea. They want them back. Right? I mean, they they were passing love letters. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's... Um, but, but you know, so the, pulling out, you know, completely pulling out of, of these international relations is just a mess. Yeah. Like, we've had a lot of stability. And, and I think people just aren't used to, like, what that looks like when things aren't stable. You know what I mean? Because we've had the stability now for so long. Right. That... Like they they don't have know how bad this can get, especially 
you know, and Russia's desperate. I mean, Putin's desperate. He's losing power. He, you know, he knows, he, you know, he knows people. He, he knows he's at risk in a lot of ways. So he's, he's sort of desperate. So he might do stuff. And of course, you know, if we let Putin have Ukraine, you know, Xing is going to take, Xi Jinping is going to take Taiwan, mm -hmm. you know. And, and they just had their election. Right. And this guy's a pro-democracy uh, guy that they elected, which, you know, so there was a lot of, Xi Jinping and the PRC was putting a lot of money in a couple of other candidates, especially one who was very friendly and basically wanted to do a reunification as soon as possible. And he lost. So even with all that money and influence, you know, there, obviously there's still the Taiwanese people still want to be independent and want to have a democracy where they can actually vote their people in. Because obviously if the PRC takes over, you won't have that anymore, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they, they got that. And, and it's like, once you have that, you kind of don't want to give it up. Uh, so we'd be dumb to give it up here too. But some people seem to think it would be okay to have a dictator for life. God damn. So... Um... So what is real, really American grassroots political organization producing the most impactful political content? I'm looking at their um, X file or their Twitter file. Have you ever heard of really American? No. Um, so how much should we believe them? I don't know. I, I don't know enough about them. I'd have to look, look some of it up. But most of these organizations that are doing that kind of stuff, I mean, they have a lot less impact. I mean... You know, the Steve Schmidt one, I can't remember what it's called now. I just want to know if, like, their stats that I'm about to read are true. Well, let's hear what the stats are and see if they even mean anything. Um, according to JAMA, the internal, uh, internal medicine organization, uh, and it's estimated in a research letter published in JAMA Internal Medicine that 65,000 pregnancies have been caused by rape in 14 states where abortions were banned. 65,000 pregnancies. Yeah, I did see I'm a little, some numbers like I'm this. I'm a little shocked by that number. And I'd still want to know how does that compare to before? Yes, I would, but You know, what so and also what is the, you know there's there's context there that maybe isn't full detail, right? There's not full detail. Isn't giving you the whole picture, I mean, right? Right. So, um, but I did see some, some numbers like that. Well, and, um, you know, you think about it too, it's like if they are forced to have these babies and they do keep them, you know, raise them. I mean, I, I've had, I've had children. I would find it impossible, heartbreaking impossible to make that decision how about if you're a 12 year old kid or a 10 year old kid i agree these kids are going back to middle school after I having their kids i understand i understand i think it's like i say it is an impossible decision to make i don't think it's that hard for a 10 year old that was raped that doesn't seem like a very hard well, decision not made, no that her family makes that decision but also apparently the government oh, oh made no the government made those decisions for because know, there's no I mean, there's I'm, no we situation prior. We, you were saying prior. oh prior yeah. yes but i'm saying since in some of these states so those decisions where this happens and if it's 10 year old too i mean that in a lot of cases those are incest cases too as well right now you are permanent you're permanently linked to the father of that child 
And they want them to have parental rights. Yeah. 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 Yep. What are, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, yeah, that number has a lot of breakdowns we could look at. We, we could look at, but I was just wondering. But that stuck with me all day. I was having... And can I just say how privileged I am that I could it, the next day go, okay, move on. Well, there's so much on my list. I was thinking about that, like all these things I was going to talk about. Like it's, you know, it's privily, uh, it's a pretty privileged position to be even, even able to talk about these things. And, yeah. you know, but I do want to jump back real quick to the, uh. to the lot, the uh, settlements, the 5 million and the 83 oh. million against Trump. <laughs> so the one thing I want to say about that is that, I think he's already appealed the five million, and he had to put up roughly a five point eight million or something like that for it. Nine percent. It's something like that, yeah. So he had to put up so that he did put up a bond for that for that case, and that's under appeal. And the nice thing is, like, it's something I looked into is that if he does lose, that money just gets handed over. He doesn't get it back, and then what about the interest? That interest gets handed over as well. Yeah, exactly. The so extra whatever the percentage. Right. So whatever. Well, yeah, exactly. Whatever interest would have applied. But also, so even if that judgment goes down to six, you know, four point six million or whatever, three million, that money goes to her. Like, like she doesn't isn't she shouldn't have to wait twenty years to get that money because Trump will never see it again if he loses. Is this something new? No, I think it's just I don't know. It seems like before I don't know how. Like you said, I guess they filed bankruptcy in different ways or whatever, and were able to get out of it. But it doesn't look like he'll get out of this that easy. There's no, you know. Um What's his name? And they can't uh, Alex reverse. Smith is, doesn't have a bond up there. Is first of all, there's no way he could put up a bond. Maybe that's all this bankruptcy thing he's going. That through, must be the way he did to get the bankruptcies. Him. Yeah, it must be handled differently trying when you're get, able to get trying a to get his bond up, up there. Yeah, and, and Trump in this case can't do bankruptcy, I guess, because he's already claimed he's got the money, so he can't do a bankruptcy like he usually does, something like that. So, so he won't be able to do bankruptcy to get out of this. Um, and there may, it's probably other reasons why he can't do bankruptcy to get out of this too. So he won't be able to do that. So if he puts up the, if he decides to, he says he's going to, if he, if he decides to appeal this $83 million one, which he probably will, cause they probably will reduce it some, they always do on appeal, especially the punitive part. So he probably will appeal it. But the good news is five years from now or whenever that's finally settled, Eugene Carroll, he will have to give that money up and he's already going to give it up. Cause it's going to be sitting there in a bond, but or in a escrow kind of, but um, he so he will have to give that money up because he won't be able to throw this case out and he won't be able to reverse it or anything either. It's um, already settled, so um, I think that all, the best he can hope for is that the amount goes down, and that's true of both those cases. So is my is my there best any is there any precedence where the amount goes up? That's a good question. I don't think so. I don't, but that would be funny if they well, did that. Because <laughs> you and I had a discussion. We didn't wait. You and I actually had a discussion where this um, uh, January 6th protester had a, um, he, his sentencing, he, he pled guilty, actually. He pled guilty. Uh, Little, his name was Little. He was a uh, ex cop. And um, he, he pled guilty for parading inside the Capitol. So he got um, he got three months, which ooh, ouch, and three three months jail sentence and three years uh, supervised probation, pro, uh, parole probation. What's the difference between parole and probation? Parole's after you get out, like your sentence was shortened, and then you're on parole. Whereas probation is 
another kind of uh, you're still in punishment. Okay. Well, yeah, you're still, you're still on punishment and parole too. So, but okay, so he's got probation, I guess, because it's part of his punishment. So he decided it would be a good idea to go back to, to court and say, because he was a year into his or a year and a half into his probation. So he thought it would be a good idea to go back and say, you know what, I've had enough. I'm done. I I already enough. I need to be let go. I don't want to do this anymore. And the judge was the same judge that had the shaman guy. And the judge listened to him. <laughs> and he interviewed the probation officer. And he goes, yeah, this guy doesn't care. He doesn't. He, sometimes he shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. He, you know, he's he he's still doing the same stuff. And the judge says, well, you know, I also looked at your Facebook page. And it looks like you have no remorse for or even no concept of what you were charged with and sent him right back to jail right there that day. (laughs) (laughs) So I was shocked by that. I didn't know that you could, you could get your sentence could be changed again. But she just said, look, she, he said that you, you have no idea what you, you have no remorse for you. You have no consciousness of what happened that day or what's going on and what you and what you're propagating and you're telling the lies that you keep passing forward you keep saying that 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 was a false election it's been proven over and over again that election was there was no fraud in that election and you keep saying that and i looked at your facebook page and it's even worse and no you're going back to jail today you you three more months today could they could they do well? Obviously, they can do it. They did it, but does that sound? Well, yeah, I mean, while you're on uh, that that probation, yeah, it's super secret probation, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, any violation and anything, you know, like they can, you can get back off of it right away. It's a it's a privilege. It's not a right. So, at the same vein, again, when he does his, um, you know, his uh, appeal, can they say? No, you went back and you said the same thing again. We're going to take you this now, this, the same case. We're going to say $83 million wasn't enough. It's $183 million now. Yeah, I don't know if they can actually raise it. That's a good question. Because he goes back and he's going to say, that was wrong because I didn't do that, didn't do that. And then they go, no, you did. Then the minute you walked out of the court, you did this, that, and this, and that. And that's what happened with this little guy. And we're talking, you know, three months in jail. And we're not talking mil- hundreds of millions of dollars, but... It it seems to me that you, it's kind of like that thing, you know, dirty can't you have dirty hands. You have nothing to say. You have dirty hands. Well, this appeal, he can't say anything about he didn't do it anyway. That's not on question. Oh no, but his base thinks that that's what this is all about. Yeah, but it's not. This is just. But about his the base amount. is that's okay. I'm just saying when he goes to the judge and says I didn't do it, they're gonna be like, uh, yeah, you did. It's already been settled. So all he can fight is the amount. Have you seen the stats? On like what people still believe about this stuff? No, about the education level of the people who believe. Uh, I'm always leery of those kind of I'm, stats. I'm leery of all this, but yeah. I mean, we is this the whole college-educated people versus yeah. not college-educated? Yeah. yeah. I mean, certainly among college-educated, Nikki Haley's doing a lot better than Trump in, on the Republican side, right? She gets most of the college-educated folks. Yeah, but not every Trump supporter is not college educated or dumb. No, no, no. His son's been to college. 
His son has a... Uh, it's like Wharton or something. He has a Wharton business degree. Yeah. What was that that um, documentary we tried to watch last night? That guy also had a Wharton business degree. And all I could think of was like, oh, you know what I think about Wharton business degrees. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I was shocked by this that... I didn't realize WWE was like still a freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Like that Netflix paid five billion is paying five billion dollars to stream that over ten years. Mm-hmm. So they're paying five hundred million a year for that. So holy did, heck! Did they make that deal before or after the whole thing <laughs> I think about? It was before Vince. Uh, I think Vince it was McMahon. Before. Now they still had to know because it's been going on for a while. Yeah, and that's and I it might be part of this. Thing. Like but he has to resign. Vince McMahon, he's in bi- the stuff that is in this paper. It's crazy, huh? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Talk about trafficking. Well, the stuff that you were saying before that he has been accused of stuff for a long time. But right. any, anything like this Nothing, before? No. 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 Mostly what he has been accused of is uh, that whole, like Trump used to do, walk in, just walk into the dressing rooms of the women. You know, saying you need, you need to be skimpier, you need to be skinnier, you need to, you know, and like you need to show up to this date with me, but not, not to the extent that this poor woman, who's just trying to survive, and you know, we always we victim shame so much right. on you know why did she do this, why did she do this, and he, the stuff in that paperwork is. Shocking. I thought, yeah, yeah, he did some shitty stuff. No, he did some shitty stuff. Also, like insane stuff. Yeah, like totally. It's like he no. He did. He didn't treat her like a human being at all. There was no. Yeah, it was insane. And uh, he might be in jail for a while. But yeah, he might. So here's the thing. What is the background of a W? Who watches WWE? Like a lot of people. Who is the what, Trump supporters. what do they look like? Trump supporters. Like, yeah, what are the, what are their demographics or psychographics? Well, you know, I'm not going to say the WWE was always like, you know, there's been a lot of uh evolving of the W of the of the professional wrestling because there was the WWF, there you know there's a lot of uh, different federations, and they've moved forward. And you know we've gotten some, and it's an entertainment. It's complete and total entertainment. Who watches monster trucks, David? David, I know. Who enjoys demolition derby? Who doesn't enjoy demolition? Derby? Exactly. <laughs> 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 but so no, I mean, and like look at. Um, John Cena, The Rock, um, a couple other guys. There's another guy that's come out that are like big actors now. That you know, um, was Jason Momoa a wrestler? Or was his dad a wrestler? Uh, he's big he's, enough. He certainly could be. He might have. I don't know. I may be making all that up. But there, it's an entertainment industry. It's it's like David Roller Derby. So this one says it's Roller Derby on steroids. 49, 87% high school grads, 49% some college. 20, what you, okay, for what? For what? For who watches WWE Raw. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For who watches WWE Raw, 
87% high school grad, 49% some college, 20% four-year college, 59% white, 12% Hispanic, 25% black. That's the only numbers that this is reporting. Midwest. Oh, and the average income is 54000 for um, for a household income for WWE Raw watchers. When you were a kid. I loved it. I love that stuff. <laughs> so what? So why are you throwing shade now? Well, I get it as a kid, but like who? I know as an adult. Who can go? But watch when we this? were a kid, I, mean, I, didn't, I thought this was like gone. Like was it's like a historical thing, an art, you know, a historical artifact. Now I didn't realize this was still a thing people did. Um, it was on at our house when we were kids. Yeah, well, that's true. It was only on because I wanted to watch it, but I was the only one that was watching it. But. There was nobody else in my household. Your grandma didn't it. watch it. Mm-mm. Oh my god! My mom watched roller derby. She liked roller derby. Yes, but uh, not wrestling. We all thought we could do roller derby, David. Oh yeah, I, I did roller derby in the backyard. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing it in the garage. We would do roller derby, man. Brutal. There is a resurgent in our area of roller derby. You can go and see it for a while, though. They were on the fair circuit, which I thought was genius. You should keep them on the. I'm gonna, I'm going to ride my fair. Well, look, it is funny, this this picture of fans, it's a bunch of people with the a Bible 316 signs. What's the, what, okay. So, in the audience. What's, what's I don't know if John that's rep- 316, whatever. Yeah, John 316. I don't know if that's representative of the audience, but it's kind of funny. It might be. It might be. It might be. But, um, but yeah, I just didn't think that was still a thing. I thought this was like an old thing. People nope. didn't do this anymore. Nope, they didn't. I didn't realize it was you know what's so funny though? $5 billion. By the way, how close is this to drag? Oh, very close. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it is so close to drag. Yeah. But if anybody who's who's uh, bunch in the oil, Bible. In the bunch Bible, of oiled up men. <laughs> anybody who's in the Bible right now is, is definitely put. We're in their crosshairs right they're, now they're, for they're, saying that. They're losing their mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so well, I'm going to. Okay, so I'm going to jump into my big one now, just because I, it's already excuse already me some of our time. <laughs> excuse but me. We'll see how this goes because it's been, yeah. it may be boring. So we're stepping into a space that's not my expertise per se. But I'm just going to pretend it's mine. So go ahead, babe. Yeah. So there's so much talk, and, and there's so much feeling, like we all feel about the the economy, right? Mm. And you know, and it was interesting that I saw a couple of news reports. Um, and one of them was talking about how the economy's some number wasn't hit, and the New York Times made this big thing. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody else. I don't know if it's USA Today or somewhere else was talking about that that it's the highest GDP. You know, it's, a, it's we've had a huge growth of GDP, right? Yes. So it's like you can spend this stuff any way you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was surprised to see New York Times with this. And then when you read the article where the New York Times say some number wasn't hit. Like as if, oh, you know, here we go. Biden again did this, you know, screwed up again. And you read the article and it's like, yeah, well, A, that number was not a project. You know what I mean? It didn't It didn't actually say the thing the headline said when you read the article, right? But so, you know, so we hit this, um, you know, high, this high GDP number, right? It's like the highest since, I don't know, a long time, for a long time, right? I'm trying to think of how long it goes back for. But so it beat the expectations and the GDP is high. So that's great. GDP is high. Um, but, you know, the inflation rate's still kind of high. It's come down a lot, but it's uh, it's high. But, but and then there was the, and then, but then the other one is even with this high GDP, and this is another thing, a part of this, I guess, is just about this idea that, 
there's so many different ways to spin all these numbers, right? And and what do they even mean for sure? But but I mean, GDP basically says, okay, there is like things are going pretty good, like like. But again, it's a privileged thing to say if you're not feeling it that it goes it's going pretty good. And secondly, but there's this other one is the whole debt thing, right? So our debt is still kind of insane, and yes, um, it's been going up since Reagan, since the '80s. It's best on a steady incline of the oh, and the thing I'm talking about is debt debt to GDP ratio. So, okay. in other words, we're producing, we're spending, we're going in debt farther than what we're making with all, even though we have this insane, insanely high GDP. So it doesn't Our, matter what the population growth is then, right? Okay. Uh, I suppose that doesn't play into it. I don't know. That's the problem, though. You start looking at all these numbers, and everything kind of potentially, um, potentially play into it, right? Well, if you do, if you do the the debt to GDP, right? Yeah, that it's just a raw number. Yeah, it's a raw number. But it also puts into play what how many the population. Because well, because it's just a raw number independent of population. If that's what you're saying. Well, the population. Okay, never mind. It's independent of population. Yes, okay. It's the GDP of the whole country. Okay, it's everything we produced. Right. Gross domestic product, and then the debt to GDP ratio. Which okay, so. So it's been climbing higher all, over all these years, and um, you know the World Bank has sort of set that the sort of magic number for um, what what happens is if the what what the the concern is among these econom- economists is if the GDP the debt to GDP ratio is too high, then you're um, at risk of default, right? Your your country's risk of default is higher, right? So that's that's sort of the concern people have about these debt to GDP ratios. And the World Bank recommends sort of, or anytime it exceeds 77% for prolonged periods, they consider that like kind of a risky area. And also that's just an indicator that you're probably in for, um, you know, slowdowns in economic growth, which to me, slowdowns in economic growth is kind of like, yeah, that's just, isn't that just how it goes in waves anyway? But so in other words, that doesn't sound like a Slowdowns in economic growth to me doesn't sound like a catastrophe. That's just potential slowdown. But anyway, so seventy-seven percent is there no, is the number they like. Um, and you know what our number is? Ninety-eight. Hundred and twenty something percent. And mm. and this is the highest the uh, G, this debt to ratio has been since at the end of World War II in nineteen forty-six. You know when we had to borrow a lot of money to pay for the war. Yeah. So that doesn't seem good. No. And there's an old saying, even though like you talk to a lot, a lot of these economists say, well, debt's not a problem. Don't worry about it. It's fine. But there's kind of an old. Uh, I'm sorry. If I have a lot of debt, <laughs> it is a problem. And I, there's no don't worry about it. There's people knocking at my door. Right. Calling my phones. Right. Texting me. Well, that was. Yeah. I mean, that, there's an old saying about debt's not a problem until it is. Well, it is. <laughs> right. So. So, you know, because we've had this debt now, it's going on like 50 years, right? It's 40-something years that we've been steadily increasing this debt-to-GDP ratio. So, you know, you do wonder when that chicken's coming home, right? Is that, how, is that the saying I'm looking for? Chicken's coming home to roost. Yeah, or the cow's coming the cow's home. The cow's coming home. One of those. <laughs> um, and here's the 10... The fat lady sings. Here's the 10... Um, we should do a whole thing of... <laughs> <laughs> Most of that debt is financed by U.S. Treasuries, which are considered sort of the gold standard, but... So here's the countries that own most of those as of September 2023. Oh shit! So Japan owns 1.1 trillion, China owns 778 billion, United Kingdom 600. So that's the top three. United Kingdom 668 billion, 
Luxembourg, kind of a small country to own 373 billion. That was one of the ones I thought we should look into like moving go, to. Move, move to? Yeah, it's, I know it's cold. But then you have Belgium, Cayman Islands, Ireland, can Ireland, interesting, Canada, Taiwan is in the top 10. And then India is the number 10 of top 10. The only one that kind of shocks me there is Ireland. Well, I'm kind of shocked by Luxembourg, to be honest I'm not. with you. But, and then the third thing, I guess, of all these weird numbers thrown around is this. I talked before about this consumer purchasing power, which, again, this is another one of these numbers that people can play with. And there's different versions of it as to who calculates it what way. But in general, buying power is up for 2023. But it didn't start to catch up with inflation until the second half of 2023. So... Probably a lot of people aren't feeling that. And if you didn't get a raise, you're not feeling it, right? So it's like it's an average. The, the, so not it doesn't affect each individual. The English muffin effect. Yeah, you got the English muffin effect and the gas prices and the whole thing, right? So Gas prices are down. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what you see right away, right? You go pay for gas, you go pay for groceries, and you see those prices. Like, they're right in your face. Other stuff, like, did you get a, I guess you kind of know if you got a raise, too. Like, did my pay go up? If your pay didn't go up, then this number isn't. <laughs> your purchasing power didn't go up. You know what I mean? And just because some average did and then over across the nation doesn't mean it did for any specific individual. But but it's just kind of funny that we have kind of this mixed mixed numbers of mixed things going on. And and one side is able to pitch that as it's going great. And the other side is able to pitch that as it's the worst ever. It's the same number. It's the same number, yeah. yeah. But it's clearly not terrible. Like the economy is not terrible, even though we feel many of us feel like it kind of is. The the market closed highest is on record. Right, the market's up. The like I say, the buying power, purchasing power is up. The GDP is up. Um, so you know the, the economy is not actually bad, but we we're able to get a message in our heads that it's the worst economy we've ever had. <laughs> you know, and we just you know it's easy for that to happen. And but I don't understand why the market's up so much. Well, I mean, part of it is the GDP is up. That makes the market go up. Plus, also, we still are that debt kind of makes it go up because that debt fuels the economy, right? So, it's another reason why the stock market might be a little bit of a balloon kind of situation on this because it's kind of fueled by this. I mean, so like World War II, we borrowed like crazy to pay for World War II. Well, what did that do? That helped us sort of get through the 50s, right? But we did bring that debt down, that debt to GDP down. But it, we had this big cash flow sent into the country and that gave us this prosperity of the 50s we well in more recent times you had you know the dump of money after 2008 to try to recover from that we went and borrowed you know by um obama you know so reagan spent like a sailor to recover from the um re uh, recession that was going on in the mid 70s late 70s so that helped right he dumped so much money borrowed so much money put it back in the economy and it did help and that recession did we did get through that recession you had some prosperity of the 80s even though it was kind of shifted to the rich but and so that dumped a bunch of money in the in the economy and it kind of got us out of that problem then you know you have the 2008 well what did we do we dumped trillions of dollars into the into the banks that just screwed us over to get things going again that are by the way that are still screwing us over that are still screwing us over same people work there because also the a lot of regulations have changed remember there was Okay, so there. So it's not one thing I want to say about that. Okay. Let me just finish that list. This is not a Republican or a Democrat thing either, right? The Republican Reagan, Republican, dumped a bunch of money in the market, in back a bunch of tax money and incentive and stimulus and everything uh, in the eighties. Obama, two thousand eight crash, 
bam. And Bush would have done the same thing. If Bush would have won, or not, Bush couldn't win. But the, if a Republican would have won, they would have done the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah. And they would have dumped in that money. That's why the... Um, anyway, I'm not done yet. So 2008, <laughs> and then we had COVID. What did we do? Well, in order to get the economy going again, we had to dump in piles and piles of money i mean biden spent like a trump spent like a sailor biden kept it going and spent like a sailor so we had to spend like a sailor to get the economy going again so this is not a republican or democrat thing this is just what we've been doing now for like 40 or 50 years the the um federal okay so what yellen is in who's in charge right now yellen i don't know well isn't uh, i don't know but it was greenspan for a long time right and then it oh was the fed the fed yeah i don't I think it is Yellen. Yellen. But you know that that's completely independent. They do not have to. They can make any decision they want. They do not have to. But they're not the ones that really control all this stuff. Uh, they don't control. Interest rates. In, they control interest rates, David. Right. And that, that does control a lot. That's true. That's that true. And, there's this, and that's and, this whole myth. Uh, it's Jerome Powell is the Fed chairman. Okay. Um, but they're the ones that make the, the decision. No, the interest rates make huge that's huge, David. right? And there's this whole theory about the magic number is two percent growth. Yeah, like why is that a magic number? Why, and we what's still wrong live ten percent, and we live on this two. Well, but I mean, can you do two percent forever? No. Like, but the, I was. I keep doing two percent. <laughs> two more percent. I gotta. I gotta quit eating sandwiches. <laughs> oh my god, sandwiches are so good. <laughs> now, all I can think about is sandwiches. Yeah, but anyway, I don't know about the about the economy thing. It's just kind of a. I don't know. I guess my summary. Have you ever is, had a really good Reuben? I have. <laughs> Remember those Irish Reubens? Oh, they're so good. Oh, what about a patty melt? Mm. <laughs> you said the word sandwich. I know. I know. <laughs> but I was shocked to find out that the feds really do. They um, they don't have to. They the the president can make suggestions, and they can go Meh, okay, whatever. They they and the president picks the. Yes, but they're pretty. Uh, Nominates the they work. They work in autonomy. They're like. I was kind of shocked. It has to, find to be them. confirmed by the Senate. But yeah, once they're in there, it's independent. You mean no? We yeah. I mean, you mean the, the, the chairman has to be. Yeah, confirmed. of course. Yeah. Yes, but once they're in there, they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of problems with the Federal Reserve. And I'm not smart enough to know the right answer to that. No. So I feel like if I took a position, it would be... Look, an, I went down the sandwich road instead of the... It would be an uninformed <laughs> position if I took a position on the Federal Reserve. I'm very informed on sandwiches. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought that... I, I don't know. I just feel like that we're losing the narrative on this whole economy thing. Like Totally. You know, I, I mean, I think it has good and bad, but it's definitely not as bad as, as it feels like. No. Or people are trying to sell to us. Because, you know, New York Times and everybody else is... They want to sell newspapers. They're not going to sell newspapers by saying the unless they say the sky is falling, right? Well, the sky is falling. Well, maybe for different reasons. So, all right. Well, um, so did you know that Florida is um, trying to? They're advancing a law that bans children under sixteen from using any social media. Good luck with that. That's what I. Say. How are you going to enforce that? And you know what I say? Cheers to you. This is stupid law. <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's like saying they can't play dodgeball. You know, how are you going to stop them? They're just going to do it. And going on what, back on the weird things. So this, to me, this is from Time Magazine. Okay. 
The American Museum of Natural History has to close certain displays amid new federal regulations. So when I first read that, did you read anything about this? I saw something, but I glossed over it, so I don't know what it's about. Okay. So I mean, you, I actually do remember you, reading it. But when you first read in. that, did you go, huh, must be, you know, they're trying to get rid of wokeness and that all, all that BS, right? And I'm thinking, how's the net? So I was looking into this, and really what it has to do is um, there's a, oh, where is it? There's a new rule updated that the um, Native American Graves Protection and Reparation Act. Oh, right. They have to close some of the Native American sections. They have to get permission from those those tribes to, to keep displaying that stuff, or they have to return it to them. Got it. Yeah, I'm re- I do remember that now, yeah. So they've had to close some. Well, uh, I mean, that, that seems reasonable. It seems reasonable, but I hope it's... Uh, I hope it is... Um, resolved soon because I think it's important and maybe, I don't know, some sort of, um, rep- you know, they, you know, they have self-ownership, but the museum rents these things from, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So. So this is Axios who sa- says that. Um, Do we trust Axios? Pretty much. Yeah. Axios okay. is pretty reliable. They um, women are winning real estate. Share that women own the most real estate in the oh. most of a large largest percentage of um, owner occupied housing. Oh, owner is occupied now, is now now owned by women. Okay, I believe that they own, own the majority of U.S. homes that are owner occupied. That are owner occupied. Okay. So it's um, so what states do you think are the high women owner ones? Mm. Not Utah. That's the lowest. It is, actually. Utah's ah. the lowest. <laughs> well, because women can't do anything there that's, but breed. That's funny. Um, I'm going to say... You nailed that one. <laughs> I'm going to say Vermont. New Hampshire and Vermont up there. Yeah, they're up there. Because they also have a high... Um, uh, gay population... And, but number one is well. I would. Uh, this is actually isn't a. I, it would be hard for me to get the list because I have to step on every dot to, to go see what they were. But I can only see it by color, so I can tell you the general regions and where they lie in the pile. Okay. Um. So you do you even know what number one is? No, I don't know. I would have to go through this list one by one. I mean, I have to go through. Through this, map. it's a map. It's an interactive map. I don't want. Then we're done. Well, no, but I was just. I can see them by color, so I can tell you which ones are in the higher range. So, the ones that are in the higher range are um, New Mexico, Florida, Louisiana, New Mexico. Yeah, that New makes Mexico. that surprises me since it's a, a state that I. This is probably very bad to say. I find that high on the social services. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, so um, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. Florida? Florida. No. And and, uh, South Carolina, those are all high. Um, Delaware. You don't, okay, stop. Stop. Okay. 
So you named all those um, southeastern states. You right. know what I, you know what I gonna say? Watch out, man! The women, women are coming you. for you. I'm telling you, California is not high. No way, California is sort high. of towards the bottom. Yeah, so those are the higher ones. The Midwest, um, the Midwest, and those southern states are the higher, and the Northeast are the higher ones, and uh, um, the West. I guess what we consider the West, Western states, other than uh, New Mexico, are lower. Someone has something to say. <laughs> she looks like she's going to play poker. She wants to be dealt in for poker. <laughs> she needs a cigar right now. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, this dog has ruined us. <laughs> We've ruined her for sure. She's so spoiled, but she has completely ruined us. Okay, All right, this is you shouldn't be up here right now. So most, I don't really have much else other than I. I did want to say that we talked about New York. Remember the LA Times did like that one day strike. Yeah. Well, now the LA Times is going to lay off more than twenty percent of its newsroom staff. Yeah. Four days after the went, the journalists went on strike. They didn't do anything. Did you hear though that um, this is kind of sad that um, in Wichita, Kansas, somebody stole the Jackie Robinson statue? Really? No, I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, somebody just cut it off at the ankles. Hmm. They just stole the statue of Jackie Robinson. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, it's sad. That a hate crime. Basically, I, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say that it is, but why would you want to? Why would you do that? Okay, but now this this is. Um, oh, we gotta talk about Snoop. Uh, uh, okay, well this. Okay, that'll feed into my other thing. Okay, we'll do this one. Do okay. the other one first, then. So, we just gotta get gotta get Snoop in there. Well, everyone's losing their effing mind because Snoop says he has. Nothing but love and respect for Trump, and everyone is turning that into he's supporting Trump, which he's not. He's come very short of saying he supported Trump. So this is breaking my heart a little bit because, you know, I'm a woman of a certain, I'm a white woman of a certain age, (laughs) and we all love Snoop. But um, so this story came out, and everyone's losing their mind. Don't forget the story came out. Too, where he said, I'm giving up smoking. Right. And it turned out that he just was. It was a PR hawking, gimmick. Yeah, it was a PR gimmick. And he was hawking a um, smoke-free outdoor barbecue. Or smoke pit or fire pit or whatever. So I looked around and his social media is dead silent. It, there's nothing, nothing on there about any of this. But I guess he did a, an interview with the Independent, the London Independent. Or a London Times, I think. I want to say it was the London Times. I want to say it was the London Independent. Could, okay. be, could be right. And it turned, you know, and he said, they asked him about Trump, and he said he has nothing but love or respect for Trump. And don't forget, Trump pardoned. Somebody of his, right? Somebody of his. That's right. Somebody who started Death Row Records. So who was in jail for drug charges, and he pardoned him, and that guy got out of jail. And so, thank you, sir. May I have another? But I'm I'm just going to remain a little heartbroken. I'm waiting for Martha to call him up and say, "What are you doing? 
Is is Martha identified as anti-Trump? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know. Well, she's a New Yorker, so that she's New York City, so that should tell you everything. Nah. Nobody still. in New York City likes him. Is she New York City, though? Isn't she like New York suburbs? But she, well, she does all her shows in New York City. Okay. So, anyway, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just remain a little heartbroken, lay in the fetal position for a while, and um, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, it's it's a, a news, news to follow or something, I guess. News, yeah, news to follow. But <laughs> he, when Point Blake asked who he would vote for, he would not say. Hmm. Okay. So, anyway. But All this right. leads us into the most popular dogs in every state. Okay. So we can, um, so let's say, what do you think in our state? What is the most popular dog? Well, our state is kind of followers. I'll say it's like a Labradoodle or something like that. No. What is it? French Bulldogs? French Bulldogs. French Bulldogs have complete explosion. It used to be like about five years ago. Remember Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs got stolen with mm-hmm. her dog walker and stuff? By the way, that market is so flooded. French Bulldogs are a dime a dozen. They are not expensive dogs anymore. They are cheap-ass dogs. They're still expensive to uh, have. Oh, well, yeah. Any <laughs> dog that's, a, that's <laughs> any dog that's uh, been overbred has got health issues for sure. But... They're not the expensive designer dogs anymore. They are just the snorty, farty little dogs. Well, they're not little. They're kind of, they're heavy dogs. So California is the French Bulldog. So this is just by state. So um, a, a Hawaii surprised me that they're also the French Bulldog. That that Because I didn't think that that kind of environment would be good for a French, for a French Bulldog. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think they'd be particularly comfortable there. No, but Alaska is the German Shepherd. Huh, okay. So what state are you interested in? Oh, let's see. Let's say what is, uh, what's Chicago? Well, you mean Illinois? Sorry, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the Golden Retriever. Interesting, okay. So it's so funny because it's mostly, what we're looking at is German Shepherd, Golden Retriever, Chihuahua, and French Bulldog and Golden Doodle, except if except if you go to Iowa, and They're that's like, the Shih Tzu. No way. <laughs> Why would the Shih Tzu? Iowa snows like a son of a bitch. Why would you the think Shih Tzu? It'd be some tzu, hound or something. No, it's or a, the or a American Bull or oh, something. Hound dog. Mm, those dogs are fucking awesome. Yeah, but it's like all these same dogs: Golden Retriever. It's like the same five dogs. Yep. Golden Retriever, German Shepherd, Chihuahua, French Bulldog, hmm. uh, and uh, some sort of doodle. Yeah, for a while there, those doodles were getting, and there's all these doodles now. I don't even know what they all are. There's so many Well, doodles. and the, there's a big push for the mini dogs. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what the most popular breed in the country right now is? What? Chihuahua. Really? And I'm like, Why? Yeah, that's strange. They live forever. They're nasty dogs. Yeah, they, they very seldom do you see a friendly Chihuahua. So one is as Chihuahua, two is French Bulldog, three is Golden Retriever, four is German Shepherd, five is Shih Tzu, six is Golden Doodle. No seven. labs. No, no labs. Mm-mm. I'm surprised. No. Eight is the Pitbull. 
Really? American pit bull, and nine is the pit bull. Oh, American number bull. 10 is the black lab. Black lab, okay. Yeah. Well, it gets in the top 10 at least. So anyway, okay. All right, what do you want to wrap up with? Um, Got any uh, upbeat news? Well, or just do, do we want to talk about the uh, prescription meds that went into the White House <laughs> Not, on no. 2019? I, no, so I, was, I didn't see the story. <laughs> what happened? This is a list of the prescription meds that were ordered by the White House. Well, how many people work at the White House? I mean, it's got to be quite a few. Does this for everybody that works at the White House? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we, I wanted to know why if you saw it. We need the information. We need more information. But, okay, so much Ambien. So much Ambien. And um, so much fentanyl. What? Yes, so much fentanyl, Ambien, fentanyl, morphine. What is fentanyl used for, you know, legally? It's a pain, it's a pain medication, pain med- yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the morphine and tramadol and uh, ketamine. Oh my God! And but there's this one that this um, one drug. It is. Oh, geez, where is it? I wonder if you could compare this to other years. Is this normal or is this like off the off the charts? It's off the charts. Because there's a drug called Provigil. Provigil. Okay. Okay. And it's to pr- improve cognitive function, focus, and memory. But in most drugs... No wonder I couldn't remember it. And <laughs> most drugs... It's like an Adderall-like drug, but it doesn't have the... Um, apparently, when I was reading, it doesn't have the... Um, doesn't make you high. It doesn't have the speed effect to it. And these were... These are the um, um, drugs that Ronnie Jackson ordered. Remember Ronnie Jackson? Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's before 2019. It's, oh no. Is, no, 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 no! You're right. Not. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is 2019. So literally, if you go by what the um, dose uh, that you would take of this drug. Provigil, it's like years of dosages that were ordered. Hmm. Between January and August 2019, he ordered roughly 3,500 100 milligram pills. And the dosage is so 3,500 has 3,500 milligrams. No, 35,000 milligrams. And well, there's then, been forever these rumors that Trump is just always on Adderall and stuff. Yeah, but I'm also gonna I'm also gonna go out on a limb and say if you took this from Clinton, yeah, if you took right, if you took this from Bush, if you took this list from, and by the way, both Clinton's brother, and I'm also saying he's this bringing is, some stuff in. This is not exactly high tech, high tech, <laughs> yeah, right? Scribbled list. Why it's a scribbled list of logging meds in and out, and what are, and morphine, tramadol, fentanyl, oh, soma, which is you know muscle relaxant, but so much of this. Well, if you mix those together, they're really good. I know it's a nice little cocktail with a little tequila. <laughs> Woo! You're in for a good night. Yeah. <laughs> but the amount of this uh, provigil. I, I'm probably not saying this right, but anyway. Hmm. All right, I have to look into that. But that sounds insane. It sounds insane. So I'm also saying 
Please take this with a grain of salt. So who's reporting it? Um, well, several people are reporting it. Okay. Um, I would. It would be interesting to see how it compares to other ones. But yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's been these rumors that Trump is just constantly uh, up on you know Adderall type stuff all the time, and like just con- you know just lives on. Well, I'm stuff. also wondering how come I can't get this. Yeah. You got to know somebody. I guess so. The comments were taken out, so we don't see what the comments are on this list. It's literally, people, it's really a, literally a handwritten list of this is how, this is the medication I want, this is the amount I want, this is the date I'm ordering it, and this is the date I received it, and how many did I receive? Oh, Provigil, I ordered uh, 200, but you gave me 210. So it's... It's nutty, but if, I want to see this list for every president. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because <laughs> we probably got, because, oh, and you know what you don't see on here is any of the blue pill. That would have been morphine, morphine. But, okay, so this would, I would assume this would also be for Melania, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, who is this for? Like, how many, it's this. When they say it's for the White House, I mean, there's hundreds of people at well, work at the White House. Well, how many people did Ronnie Jackson treat? Yeah, that's you're right. I mean, that's the other piece is if it's only people that were, you know, being dealt with by him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Those are all things we need to figure out. We'll have to get on that. Do a little investigative journalism. So, yeah, it says the story is not so much the cocaine found under the Biden, but the fentanyl, morphine, and ketamine prescribed under the Trump, yeah, and very possibly to Trump. So they are saying that this list is not telling us who these were prescriptions were for, right? Because that would be a violation of HIPAA law. Even if you're president, I do think that you do have some. You have to let that out yourself. There, your doctor can't say. Right. His, his um. There's not, a, there's not a, a national interest there. Seems like there might be a national interest there. Mm, okay, but there's a national interest for a lot, anything that's sensational. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't but know. Anyway. I, mean, so, I think they have to tell you about like your surgeries and stuff, don't they? Um. Well, yeah, you need, you need to know the health of your president. So do you have anything else you want to end with? No. I have a couple of things. All right, well, let's, let's do it. So... The the cicadas are coming back. Yeah, where where are they where are they going to show up? Oh, don't you worry, not here. <laughs> not here. Thank goodness, mostly in the um, Midwest. Okay. Um. Well, uh, see, I, the cicadas to me are kind of this crazy thing. I don't understand what's going on. They go away and they live underground for a decade, and then they come back. But this is supposed to be one of the biggest, um, it's official 2024, and this is from NBC News. This year's dual emergence is a rare synchronized event, because I guess there's two species. Oh, I see. So, and the last time it's occurred was in 1803 hmm. that we know of. So, so have- this spring, two different broods of cicadas that live on a 13-year cycle, and the other one lives on a 17-year cycle, 
will emerge at the same time. I'm saying we are not traveling. <laughs> to the Midwest? No way. <laughs> what well, was this like midsummer when this no happened? No freaking way. Um, Did it say? Uh, it's it's going to start in the spring. In the spring? Okay. Late April. Oh, wow. Okay. For their all their mating rituals. <laughs> so do you think we'll have some crossbreeding here? I don't know. Do you? Uh, so you think there'll be a lot of TikToks about this? I don't know, but all I'm saying is that we could probably we're probably going to be able to hear them from here. <laughs> Have yeah. darkened the sun, block yes. out the sun. Uh, I am scared for these people. We were once in uh, back there when cicadas came out one time, and it was hell. It was hell, and we were only there for like four days. Yeah, it was brutal. So anyway. All right. What do you want to you want to end on that? Or you got something else? No, just want to say I love you and it was nice spending a little time with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, folks, for joining in. We got Doobie, Frankie Matthews, Seymour, Cecilia Grace, or Cecilia Grace. It looks right. Her Majesty Abby, David, Reggie Wood, Woodson, Mary Kay, and Shanti Love. Shanti Love. Sorry. And uh, probably got some of those wrong. Hopefully not. But thanks for listening in. And thanks, you, everybody listening on New York's radio. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>